Hello and welcome to our classic music podcast extra. I'm Lawrence Lewis. In this edition, we're joined on a Zoom call by conductor Zdenek Klauder to discuss his latest release on Czech label Nibiru, Concertos for Cello and French Horn by Jakub Jan Reber. As you'll discover, there's far more to Jakub Jan Reber than his celebrated Old Czech Christmas Mass. But that was inevitably our starting point, as I wanted to know if he had any plans to record this classic Czech masterpiece. You are not the first one who asked me. Right now we are doing recording for Czech television, but it's recording uh, of performance because a friend of mine, Matej Forman, who is, by the way, son of famous Milos Forman, who, who directed Amados. He, he directed, Milo, um, Matej, he directed uh, uh, this Czech Christmas mess as a theater. And we will record it on the 3rd of February for Czech television uh, with, with, with uh, Symphony Orchestra FOK. Uh, F-O-K. And with singers, with 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 chorus, and uh, yeah, with the with with the whole actors and puppets, and it, it it will be a big show. In in television, of course, in television it will be uh, uh, during upcoming Christmas. Yeah. He's this composer who is known for this one piece, this old Czech Christmas Mass. How has his music suddenly become rediscovered? Uh, you know, it was a very specific moment in my life. Uh, I was rehearsing something in National Theatre and uh, to this rehearsal room arrived one singer with a sheet of music and he told me, this is something great, we, we, we have to go through. And it was score of uh, Ribas Stabat Mater, a great composition. And we uh, immediately uh, played and sang the whole piece uh, with piano and when we finished after one hour I decided this is the composition I have to record and that was the initial uh, moment uh, for me uh, in my uh, life dedicated to Riba. sources that you have to go researching to put together a performance of the cello concerto which is a mega piece of music uh, how long did it take you to get that material together frankly speaking it was easier because uh cello concerto 
there is there is his manuscript of the score uh, which is perfectly uh, in good shape so you can use it it's uh, it's very good readable uh, and it's uh, only one source you have and it's original source uh, uh, in his handwriting so uh, you just rewrite it into modern notation and that's it that's what we did and of course it's long composition so it took some time but uh, uh, it was almost without any troubles it is, it is a very long composition and it has this extraordinary opening movement of 21, 21 minutes which is longer than most baroque concertos do you think that that is because Riva saw it saw that as a complete piece and then added the other movements later there are some discrepancies and proportions of, of uh in, in this composition and i think that Riva originally planned much bigger composition than it is but after finishing the first movement uh, uh, maybe his powers uh, as a creator uh, were a little bit uh, uh, less and uh, of course inspiration he could run out uh, of inspiration and uh, another reason could be that he was busy with something else because as you know probably his main job in Rojmita was uh, teacher, so he, he 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 had to teach. He had to uh, play organ in uh, in the church, and he, he he had to compose music for church. That was uh, his uh, duties. Uh, so this free composition was for him a hobby. He he did it in his free time, and if he has had some time uh, as a free time. Uh, so it's uh, these vector vectors uh, uh, which limited um, uh, this composition. There is some discussion in the program notes that come with the recording that that that, that first movement is some kind of intellectual discussion with various philosophers. Yeah, we 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 uh, we think so uh, because uh, the form, uh, the musical form, it's very rhapsodic. There are a lot of uh, non-thematical uh, elements in uh, woodwinds. Uh, and in other uh, uh, instruments used quite uh, as a solo, so it uh, seems like uh, if you if you if you if you listen it, it seems like a discussion. Uh, and uh, because uh, Riba was uh, uh, 
philosopher as well, uh, and he uh, dedicated part of his life to philosophy and to uh, to translate books or parts of books of uh, uh, philo uh, philosophers. So we 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 do think so. What problems did that uh, put in the way of your, your soloist, Edward Shistek, who presumably came to this piece without knowing it? When we, uh, when we discovered the piece, when we uh, rewrite it and we realized uh, how difficult the piece is, we simply uh, we were looking uh, for some extraordinary player, frankly speaking, uh, because this work uh, is unknown it's it's a new uh discover uh discovering so uh we would like to collaborate with some famous uh player who can uh, uh bring his name as a label in it uh to uh to bring more attention to this recording but uh, in other hand uh there were no serious interests of um, famous cellists in it. Uh, so from, uh, for a few years uh, it laid in my uh, pocket and we, we, we didn't do anything with it. And uh, then uh, we decided to play it in concert uh, with my orchestra. Uh, so we asked uh, Eduard, because I know him, he's, he's young cellist, he's playing Czech Philharmonie and uh, he's quite a well-known uh, player of chamber music here in Czech Republic. So we asked uh, him to play this concert with us uh, and uh, he played it so wonderfully uh, by heart, by the way, such a huge concerto. Uh, just only for one concert by heart, he, 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 he learned it. Uh, and he played it uh, flawlessly in the concert. So after the concert, uh, we, we directly asked him, uh, would you like to do this CD with us? And uh, he, uh, he agreed. So that, that, that was the way uh, we did with this concerto.
What you see is the life of this concerto. I think it's going to become a repertory piece because it, it's almost deserving of that. We believe in it. Uh, that's why uh, uh, we are right now finishing the new edition of the piece, the modern edition. Uh, right now it's you know, 98, 99% finished. So uh, we believe that we can print it um, uh, within this year and publish it. And then it's up to uh, interest of, uh, of cellists if uh, they will be uh, such dedicated uh, to this music as Eduard was. And do, do you think that that's going to be uh, the same story with the Horn Concerto? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but with uh, Horn Concerto, it's much easier because, uh, you know, the repertoire for French horn is not so wide. Uh, and the concerto is not so uh, uh, difficult, not so long. So I believe uh, that this horn concerto uh, will uh, be a part of standard repertoire very soon because it's a nice composition uh, full of fresh uh, invention of fresh uh, musical ideas, very colorful. The first movement, it's sort of nocturnal, sort of night music. The, Second movement, it's uh, uh, dance and this rondo is uh, uh, full of energy and very funny uh, minore part uh, as a contrast. So yeah, I believe it will become a part of Sundarshubatabri soon. in C. What do you think he composed that for? It would, it could be a, a gift he he gave uh, to a nobility in uh, in Rosmetal uh, Castle. You know, because when he visited Castle, uh, uh, he was in sort of friendship with with them. He never came uh, with empty hands. He, he, he came with, with, uh, with, us, with some small gift and uh, from, as, as, as we know from, from letters and uh, uh, from sources. So I think that composition was uh, uh, one of these gifts. You, you maybe, maybe, maybe for, because it's, 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 a, uh, it's a suite of dances. So probably in some celebration or some ball 
or something. Uh, he composed this uh, for them that they can dance on it and they can uh, they can simply enjoy it. said earlier that, that he was uh, he was quite involved with other other things including teaching and playing the organ but nevertheless he seemed he seems to have written a fair amount of music and the booklet su suggests there's even more more to be discovered where, where do you think his place is now in uh, the story of Czech and Bohemian music can can you now begin to place him in the history of Czech music is he a link between the Baroque and Say you know his uh, his actual position uh, is um, very difficult because, uh, as you mentioned, uh, he composed a lot of works, but uh, let's say seventy per at least seventy percent of uh, his compositions are lost. We can discover one, two, three compositions. We uh, we think it's uh, lost, but definitely not twenty, fifty, or hundred. No, uh, it's uh, because because he was not famous person. He was a regular teacher uh, in small village. So when he he, he committed suicide, he, he uh, when he committed suicide, uh, do we know why uh, he did that? Uh, we know uh, because uh, he was struggling with pupils, with uh, parents of pupils, because in uh, those times uh, uh, parents wanted uh, their children uh, to help them rather than visiting school, because uh, when they visit school, it means they couldn't work with them. So they were. Uh, they were not happy that Riba was a really non-compromised uh, teacher who wants them in school because school system was um, obligatory uh, in, the, in, in these times. So that's the first thing. Uh, uh, the second thing, he was all the time overloaded by work. Uh, he was all the time, he was, uh, he, he, he was suffering, uh, but uh, he was very poor, almost almost hungry, let's say, <laughs> all the time. Uh, so um, uh, suicide was uh, the result of, of all these problems. Plus, let's say we know that he suffered uh, uh, by some uh, psychical uh, illness. We don't know which one it was. 
but he was struggling with it. Uh, and from time to time, he collapsed. And uh, he stayed in bed for three weeks, for, for instance. And then he recovered and, and, and started uh, work again. So, uh, and uh, in one uh, situation, he collapsed and he stayed three uh, weeks in bed. He composed this famous Stabat Mater, uh, uh, the piece of genius. When, 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 he, uh, when he laid in, in, in the fevers in, in bed uh, and he, he, composed, uh, he composed this Latin uh, Stabat Mater. So there were a lot of reasons uh, he couldn't bear the life he had. Well, that's a tragic ending to the life of a composer previously known for a single work, but now revealed to be a creator of importance in the history of Czech music. In our programme, we discovered moments from Jakub Jan Reber's Starbat Mater, Cello Concerto, Horn Concerto and Cassatia in C, all of them featuring L'Armonia Terena, conducted by Jedenne Clauder, whom we thank for his wonderful insights into Reber's music. You'll find all these recordings on our website www.checkmusicdirect.com co.uk. To end, let's return to Jakub Jan Reber's Cassatia in C and its final Allegro. Thank you. 